get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today IndoAmericanNews at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hello everybody, this is Indo-American News Radio and we are back in our saddle with the regular program. That's right, we had such a fun quiz contest today. I can, And it was three ladies, so you know I had even more fun. Because that rare, that hasn't happened really uh, no, so no. far. We, and they were such, they had such a great sense of humor and they were so sporting and they were so knowledgeable. I really, really, really And, and on, on top of that, all three of them were from the Indian, IMAG, yeah. the Indian, Indian Muslim Association of Greater Houston. Houston. And today, well, our guest host is also from IMAG, Danny Udin. Danny Udin, yes, absolutely. Danny was with us last week. He was talking about the IMAG Eid Milan, which is coming up May 13th. And it's not coincidental. We happen to like the way that Danny came across. Yes. And and uh, and we figured that since Pramod's not here today, Jawar invited him to co-host with us. So that's wonderful. Welcome to the show, Danny. Well, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, I wasn't I here last it. week, so I didn't get to meet you last week. But we uh, are very happy to have you with us. Absolutely. You guys have to forgive me. Uh, my voice is breaking out a little bit. You know, oh, I still oh. have a little bit of. Boy, he's throat. got that husky voice. Yeah, what is he talking about? The radio about? voice. You know, the radio voice. Yes, well, yes. I don't know if you guys want me to stay sick all my life to have <laughs> no, a husky voice. No, that's know? not. I that's purposely not got the sick <laughs> to in order to have. Come He's on. got this husky, sexy no, voice, no, no, right? No. You sound good no matter what. <laughs> now, Danny, you're going to be actually emceeing the Eid Millen from that what I understand. That is correct. That wow. is correct. I was, uh, for lack of better people out there, uh, I have to do it. And I would enjoy doing it. I think uh, the Indian Muslim Association of Greater Houston is a fun organization. It's uh, It has a lot of good things to it. And it's not really, I know the name has Indian Muslim Association of Greater Houston, but it encompasses almost all cultures and religion. Right, know, yeah. That's, that's, that's what the so. ladies told us. That but it's very absolutely. inclusive and you all have invited people from all these different communities, absolutely. not just the Indian community. So, yes. Danny, you told me earlier today that you were in California before, or Colorado, I guess. Yes, I lived a little bit. You know, gypsy life, what can you do? You know, yeah, you and, and but now you're settled in Houston. Well, I, I grew up in Houston. And, oh, and okay, Houston so is home base for me. My mom lives here. You know, one of my brother lives here, so... Went to school. Where, where does your family originally come from? Uh, it comes from India. I mean, from part, which which part of India? Uh, Kolkata. 
Really? You're yes. a Bengali? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. I asked that question. He told me last week, but I asked yeah. that on purpose because this woman gets all excited. Yeah, there He's you go. Karun Ram, you are Bengali. So, yeah, naturally, yeah. Wonderful. I mean, I'm so yeah. even more excited to have Danny on the show. And today, we're going to have another Bengali lady with us. <laughs> yes, Mona Lisa Chandra. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Beautiful. Very Beautiful. exciting. So, so good to have you with us, Danny, and thank you for taking the time to be with us. Absolutely. I'm very glad and to be here with you. You said yes. you're from Bombay originally? No, no, no. no. Uh, Where I in mean, India? I grew up in uh, Kolkata. In Kolkata, right, 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 right. right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right. All right, so Sanchali? Yes, you do are you ready for the lineup? You want to do the lineup? Absolutely. Oh, by the way, folks, before we do that, Pramod is, he's at a wedding in Cabo, Mexico, and it's not his wedding. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, he may have, uh, may be having a re-wedding with uh, Jyoti. You never know. Uh, Those lovebirds are always in love, you know. He's on the phone. He's telling us something. Hi, Pramod. Hi, how are you? Good. Thanks I'm, for joining uh, us all the from, way from Cabo. Yes, I'm reporting from Cabo San Lucas. And I'm at the uh, hotel uh, with our windows looking over the poolside and also the Sea of Cortez. Wow. Oh, wow. So what time zone are you in? What time is it over there? Uh, Pacific. Okay. So you're like uh, two, two hours, hours behind, behind us. Okay. Yeah, the Sea of Cortez uh, is adjacent to the Pacific Ocean. So we're so, at the end of, uh, uh, you know, the American landmass. So you're actually in Baja, the... Yes. Baja, the not, Baja Peninsula. Right, right. So you're relaxing after the huge lunch, huh? So uh, yes, yeah, we went and uh, saw these arches. These are natural formations that include uh, arches, and it's in the water. And you have to go in a boat uh, for about uh, ten minutes, and uh, it's wonderful rock formations. Mm. Pramod, you are our roving newscaster because uh, right. earlier on in our program when we started, you were in Boston most of the time. In the basement yeah, in, the, in and Boston. Yeah, next week uh, I'll be doing the news from Boston. <laughs> Again. Wow. So, you know, really we need to get you credentials to op- to go to all these places. <laughs> International International reporter. reporter. Yes. That's right. Debonair. <laughs> I, I think he also has a knack for picking the best places. Yes, right. that's true. <laughs> Absolutely. This was chosen for him. He didn't have a choice. <laughs> well, okay. So, Pramod, we have Danny Udin with us. Uh, yes, uh, nice to uh, hear you, Danny. Hey, good to hear from uh, you, enjoyed uh, conversing with you uh, last week. Uh, Saturday. So, and but you are going to do the news promote, which is why we have you on the air with us. Right. Uh, but yeah. Sanchali is going to do the lineup first. Yeah, let me do the yeah, lineup real yeah. quick and you'll be on next promote, okay? Okay. All right. So, today, as you know, is uh, the 15th of March and uh, we are doing our Indo American news radio program. From 3 to 4, we did our IAN Unplugged show where uh, Jawahar and I, we talked to the Sneem Vadva, Rahat Sultana and Afreen Merchant. And uh, they were excellent contestants and we did the qu- they really enjoyed doing the quiz contest with us. And they talked about the Eid Milan, which the IMAGH is um, going to host on May 13th, I believe. All right, so today in our main segment, 4 to 6 p.m., the guest lineup. <laughs> Uh, you're listening to, as you know, Indo-American News Radio. You're either on www.indoamerican-news.com. And it's a production of Indo-American News, the newspaper. 
We are on 98.7 FM and you can also listen on the Masala Radio app, which is www.masalaradio.com also. By Monday, you can hear the recorded show on podcast, which is uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public and Breaker. We have four years of podcasts and have had over 6,000 hits. Please do support our show. Select follow on our Spotify podcast channel to receive new updates and give us a five-star rating pretty please. Okay, Gujarat has long been a manufacturing hub for quality products. Now, the Southern Gujarat Chamber of Commerce and Industry has brought together hotel product manufacturers to two expositions to be held in Atlanta and Dallas. We will be joined by spokesman Kalpesh Patel at 4.20 to tell us more of what to expect. She has been a champion for Houston and human rights ever since she joined City Council 30 years ago and is synonymous with the city. Now, Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee has announced that she's running for mayor of the city that she loves. She will be joining us today at 4.50 p.m. to share what propelled her to enter the race and what she hopes to do if she is elected. The Indian American Cancer Awareness Network has been helping patients and their families since its inception almost 12 years ago. Past President Dr. Monalisa Chandro and uh, Gayatri Kapoor, director of the successful bone marrow registration program, will be joining us today at 5.20 p.m. to explain the programs ICANN offers. Also, stay tuned in for news roundup, views, sports, and movie reviews. To be featured on our show or to advertise, please contact us at 713-789-6397 or at indoamericannews at yahoo.com. And do also visit our website, indoamerican-news.com, to track all current stories and remember to visit our digital archives from over 15 years. And now, here's Pramod with his excellent news roundup. All the way from Kabul, Kabul St. Lucas. Lucas. That's right. Pramod, will uh, you be hanging from... out with us the entire program? Will you do some... Uh, no, no. No, okay. Just, uh, All right. Just for the news. Okay. Uh, so, uh, live from Indo-American News Radio, this is Pramod Kulkarni reporting live from Cabo, San Lucas, with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India, and around the world. At the top of the news this weekend is India's rise to become the world leader in terms of its population. China had reigned as the largest in the world for more than two centuries. Now India is taking its place, heralding a major shift in the global order. The United Nations has projected India's population to reach 1.429 billion, with China's population at 1 billion 426 million. Both countries dwarf the U.S. population, which is at 340 million. The latest victim of the recessionary trend in the U.S. economy is David's Bridal. The company is laying off 9,000 if it's 11,000 employees, claiming that brides are no longer buying wedding dresses as they used to. The company is filing for bankruptcy for the second time in five years. Other retailers planning layoffs include Walmart and Best Buy. Another sign of the recession is that car loans are reaching record highs and are taking longer than ever to pay off. 
the average monthly car payment for financing a new car hit $730, the highest on record. The recession hasn't prevented Ukraine from receiving $5 billion in additional funding from the International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, and the European Investment Bank to support its ongoing fight against Russia. Meanwhile, the IMF is seeking additional financial financial assurances from Pakistan to conclude its bailout package. A fire in West Texas has killed 18,000 Holstein and Jersey cows. The fire took place at the South Fork Dairy Farm near Dimmick, Texas. The task of disposing the dead cows has been assigned to Saqib Mukhtar, who is a cattle disposal expert who previously worked at Texas A&M University. Earlier, Mukhtar had helped dispose thousands of cattle drowned by Hurricane Ike in 2008. The California Civil Rights Department has dismissed a case alleging caste dis- discrimination against two Indian-origin Cisco engineers while keeping alive its litigation against the Silicon Valley tech giant. The two Cisco supervisors, Sundar Ayer and Ramana Kampala, were accused of harassing a Dalit employee. The Civil Rights Department is keeping alive a case against Cisco, which alleges that the Dalit engineer got less pay and fewer opportunities for advancement. Elon Musk's SpaceX company has received federal approval for the launch of a super-heavy rocket and Starship spacecraft from South Texas. The rocket is expected to be launched on Monday, These vehicles are being developed to help NASA astronauts return to the moon. NASA's Orion capsule cannot land on the moon, so astronauts will transfer to the SpaceX Starship to reach the lunar surface, and eventually they will travel to Mars. On Monday, the super-heavy rocket will push the Starship spacecraft upward for two miles and then separate to land in the Gulf of Mexico. The Starship will continue around the Earth for one orbit and splash down off the coast of Hawaii. In a related development, an Indian-American doctor turned businessman, Chiranjeev Kathuria, is launching a tie-up with LNT Technology Services to build air taxis and drones in India by 2025. One of the doctor's companies makes the RQ-35 Hydron drone which is currently being used in Ukraine for surveillance and reconnaissance. Kathuria's joint air taxis are expected to begin flying by 2026 after getting certification from Canadian and American aviation regulators by 2026. The first manufacturing plant will be in the U.S. and the second in India. In sports news, there were two IPL matches today. In the first match, the Royal Challengers Bangalore beat the Delhi Capitals by 23 runs. In the second match, the Punjab Kings won by two wickets against the Lucknow Supergiants. Tomorrow, the Mumbai Indians will face KKR and the Gujarat Titans will play the Rajasthan Royals. In baseball, the Houston Astros lost to the Texas Rangers in the series opener by 6-2. There is, however, good news for the Astros. The forearm cast has come off their star player, Jose Altuve. It might still be another month or more for Altuve to return to the lineup, 
meanwhile, the Houston Rockets are searching for a new coach after firing Steven Silas. Finally, this afternoon, the Houston Chronicle reports that the best drinking water in Texas comes from Houston's East Side plant. This plant took top honors in a blind testing of 18 different drinking water samples from all over the state. The East Side plant will now compete on an international level at the Water Canada Summit in Ottawa in June. That's all the news for this afternoon. More views, discussions, and music as we continue with the Indo-American News Talk Show. Wow, that's great. I have always maintained that the water quality of the Houston water system is pretty good. Mm. I don't understand why people are buying bottled water. We just finished in the water. nick of time. We're almost ready to go to commercials in a minute, promote. Uh, you uh, did not mention the uh, huge uh, fire uh, in the plastic plant in Indiana. That was like real, really a big, big news item. But anyway, so that's what it well, is. Promote, have a good time over there. Yeah, enjoy, yeah. enjoy. Oh, thank you. And yeah, have eat, fun. Have, 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 a ha- have a drink for us. And we'll, we'll... Uh, certainly. All right, <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you. Care. Thank you. Take care. Take promote. care. Bye. All right, so we're going to be going to a commercial break in uh, about 10 seconds. Folks, this is Indo-American News Radio. We're here with our guest host, Danny Udin, and uh, we'll be back and we'll go into our very first guest, who's going to be calling in very shortly. All right. So thank you Stay for tuned, staying everyone. tuned with us. All right. We'll be right back. 88.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Hotel owners, improve your purchasing chain and your profits with suppliers from Gujarat. Meet them at a free expo at the SLPS Event Center in Dallas from April 27th to April 29th. Get faster delivery, lower import fees, and better prices. Call 844-797-6111 for no-cost registration. Organized by Southern Gujarat Chamber of Commerce and Industry and sponsored by AHOA. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. In the financial services financial industry. Financial services industry. Yeah. Okay, okay. They, he didn't have your mic on, so yeah, now I think people, folks can hear yes, you. Yes, yes. All Sorry right, all that. right. Okay, so you've been in Houston most of your life. Yes, yeah, I kind of grew up over here and... Uh, and I kind of, kind of enjoy it over here. Okay, I'm looking okay. forward to the event. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So are we. Yeah. I'm so glad where is you have a good lineup today. Yes. Yeah. Where exactly is this event going to be held again? It's at the Marriott. Marriott. At West Chase. At That's West near uh, Westheimer and... Uh, In the Galleria area. Well, no, just no. before it'll be Westheimer and near the Beltway 8. So okay. that's a closer... Okay. Location, absolutely. All right, I think we have yeah. our guest, Kalpesh Do we Patel. have Kalpesh on the line? We have Kalpesh on the line. Kalpesh Patel. Welcome, welcome to the show, Kalpesh. I have already introduced you to our listeners. We are very happy to have you with us. So tell us a little bit more about what you're doing and say hi to our listeners. Hey, hi, everybody. How are you doing? Um, 
please uh, you already told them who i am right yes yes and you're calling in all the way from atlanta so they know yes yes i'm calling from atlanta georgia and it's nice to talk to your audience uh, tonight today and the reason for my uh, call today is i wanted to introduce you to to everybody that there's a india india decor expo happening in dallas and atlanta and and i would like to explain a little bit that um, there's a group of um, kalpesh hold on, hold on, hold on one second one second so <clears throat> i'm going to jump in a little bit real quick so first of okay, all okay no problem the 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 first show is going to be in dallas on thursday april 27th through saturday april 29th and it's from 10 in the morning to 5 in the evening and the second second show is going to be a week later in atlanta on thursday may the 4th through saturday may the 5th again from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and it they it's it's being brought to you by the southern gujarat uh, region chamber of commerce and it's it 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 actually t- uh, the the sh- exhibition is all about indian furniture and decor that you might use for hotels and yes, motels yes so it is going to be huge for the hotel owners so tell us a little bit about why it's so important for hotel owners to maybe attend this expo well if you think about what the hotel owners do nowadays is that they buy their furniture from china and vietnam mm-hmm. and with the chinese furniture being cheap in a way but it's also very expensive now because the tariffs the us government is imposed imposing on mm-hmm. um goods from china is very high right now and uh-huh. uh, India is like a sleeping giant just woken up and they see a great opportunity that um, there's a lot of furniture being made in India and now they they're producing quality work so they want to bring their products into the United States which will be pretty much at least 25% cheaper from the duty perspective and the actual cost of the goods is even cheaper than China by about another 25%. So but you're so, saying that all the you represent manufacturers in southern Gujarat like Ahmedabad Baroda around this this area right Mostly south, southern southern uh, Gujarat more like the Surat region you know The Surat region okay okay So that's that is the hub of where all the manufacturing is done for this kind of furniture That is correct sir Ah uh, okay. And how many how many people how many vendors are going to be uh, We are expecting about 50 to 75 vendors coming from India. Wow. So these vendors are going to be furniture and decor and some of them are going to bring other other products with them. So it won't be 100% furniture, I would say probably 80% furniture and decor. Mhm. Yeah, and after the p- pandemic now the Indian American hotel was you know We, uh, I think Indian Americans are probably the biggest hotel owners in the US. Oh, they were and before the pandemic yes, also. Yes. But you know business was down I at that right now, now they're bouncing uh, back big time and uh, all the hotel industries are booming. So this is the right time well, for one, them to go. One piece of news you guys should know about is that uh Warren Buffett's partner Charlie Munger Charlie Munger is one of the old, you know, long-time partners of Warren Buffett and there's a clip on YouTube where he talks about Patels. They said no one in the world can compete with a Patel. That's right. You know, in the hotel business. And That's we right. have one on the phone with us. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, I I just said something with you. I just went to Ahawa 
which is the Asian American uh, Hotel Owners Association. Show. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I went to the show after many years and I was amazed. Hasu Bhai, Hasu Patel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you know, they, they have like 20,000 plus. Uh, I'm, I'm not trying to sell them here. But what I'm trying to say is that the message I got from the show was that a lot of people during the pandemic had a lot of problems with yes. income and everything, slow business. Right. And now these hotel owners are looking a way to get their hotels modernized up to standard and everything. So they're constantly looking for, for I, to be honest with you, a cheaper price. Mm. Yeah. I want would be value, but I don't think uh, China is going to be able to supply that value. And India is, is, is a great hub right now to import furniture for hotels. So can these hotel owners come to the expo and just pick the products that they want and you know place their orders right away and they will be shipped to them uh, at a certain time after that? Well, usually usually it's about a 12 to 14 week delivery on furniture from most manufacturers mm -hmm. because they have to get the drawings, but the owners can come to the put come to the show and introduce themselves to the manufacturers and build a relationship with them which will be great because they're not doing it over the phone anymore and playing phone tags all day long. So this is a one-to-one -one relationship. Right. And By the way, I, I, wonder, I, I want to right. emphasize one more time, I want to repeat this for our listeners, the, the hotel owners who are interested, the first show by the Gujarati, uh, the Southern Gujarat uh, Region Chamber of Commerce for Hotel Furniture and Decor, the first show is going to be held in Dallas on Thursday, April 27th through Saturday, April 29th from 5 to 10 p.m. I'm sorry, from 10 to 5 p.m. And it's going to be held at the SLPS Event Center. And the second show is a week later in Atlanta on Thursday, May the 4th through Saturday, May the 5th, once again from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And it will be held at the GAS South Convention Center in the Atlanta suburb of Duluth. And Atlanta is a nice place for people to come and visit us. Yeah, we yeah. love to have people from Texas come and visit us. Yeah, absolutely. And both, yes. the, again, one very important thing, these shows are absolutely free. So, and there will be 50 exhibitors, so it makes a lot of sense yeah. if you're in the hotel business. Do you need any kind of pass or have to prove that you are in the hotel business to get in, or anyone can go? No, I think you can come in and it's all good faith that you register online or you can register there. So what is register, the website? Do you have the information about the website? Yeah, it's www.ifde.sgcci.in. Uh, and I'll repeat that. www.ifde.sgcci.in. And I also have a telephone number if anybody wants to call us and I can help them. If yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Then the number is 844-797-6111. That's wonderful. So, Kalpesh, by what benefits does India offer to hotel owners over the other offshore uh, sources? They pay less tariff. You did mention that. And I think the Indian furniture look much better, right? And aesthetically, I think India is basically, yeah. I mean, if you look at the export from India now, I mean, I, I'm not a political person, but I think U.S. is kind of leaning away from China now. So India is now opening up its arms and, and, and saying to people, hey, do business with us. Mm -hmm. And from what I understand, a lot of 
manufacturers are investing into their uh, manufacturing facility uh, equipment from Germany and Switzerland and European countries to be at a very high quality. Right, and and most of the hotel furniture is pretty nondescript. It's it's a chair looks the same. It's whether it's in Copenhagen or if it's in Dallas, mm-hmm. right? And the sofa yeah. and everything else. It's done on purpose because you don't want. I mean, unless you have a boutique hotel mm-hmm. where you right. have a very specific Lavish, personality yeah. of the hotel. Right, right. So, I mean, nowadays the the furniture in hotel is pretty. Uh, I mean, if you go into a hotel, you don't find heavy, heavy dresses. Right, right, correct, right, correct. Exactly. Things are more slim line, and and I, I, I think hotel owners want to pay less than a thousand dollars a room, example, mm-hmm. for their rooms. They don't want to spend ten thousand dollars. You know. Yeah. Are, are these furnitures standard? Uh, is there a base standard that they're looking at, or they are basically all the brands will, are are driven by standards and once these uh, manufacturers and the hotel guys start having discussions, they'll have to share what their brands are and specs and, and this in manufacturers will, will adhere to high quality that, that is required by the brands. Right. So now you, the, the furniture and you've got lighting, I would imagine, also l- fabrics and linens and so on. Yes, we have people that provide fabric, linen, like you said, lightning. There'll be other stuff, other 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 goods that we can put in the hotel. But the you got to understand the 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 idea of the furniture expo is to bring different kind of products to the U.S. Mm-hmm. The hotel seems to be a mainstream right now because there's a high demand of furniture that hotel owners need every year mm-hmm. because they have to renovate because the brands force them to do that. Yeah. I have uh, two questions, uh, Kalpesh Bhai. First is, are all these furniture being uh, manufactured in southern Gujarat and are these vendors actually coming in person to this uh, expo with their products? Yeah, the, uh, the yeah they, everything is manufactured in Gujarat and the owners or the uh, senior uh, managers of the factories are coming to the U.S. Okay. So they can uh, talk directly to the manufacturer and not go through a middle middleman. Take the middleman out. Yeah, so that cuts out a lot of the uh, costs also, I'm sure, right? I, I, I would say probably about another 15, 20% yes. that the middleman makes, so right? It's a wow. huge benefit. So all the hotel owners out there, if you're listening, you all really need to make time and attend one of these expos. One is in Dallas, which is driving distance from here. Another one is Atlanta, not too far away either. So if you miss one, you can you know always yeah. go to the other one. Yeah. So make time, register, and do attend and avail this excellent opportunity that's being and, offered. And actually, we have an article about this, uh, the, the exposition in today's newspaper, today's Indo-American news uh, paper, and then we have also an ad in there for the, the same... Uh, and it's on page 8 of this uh, week's edition of Indo-American News. Right. Yeah. By the way, I wanted to mention, I, I, I travel a little bit and then I stay at several hotels, but in the past it used to be whenever you walked into a room and you would try to find the switch to turn the light on for, by your bedside, and the switch would be on the lamp or on the bedside or like a switch on the wall right above there. 
Now, the last few times I've been uh, in a hotel, I can't find the damn switch. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. There's no I more switches, exactly. right? No, the switch is built into the headboard. Yes. That is correct. And you have to and find also, the headboard. <laughs> oh also, you've got to understand that a lot of furniture now is coming with USB ports in it so people can charge their phones. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. But the switch really threw me off. I kept on saying, hey, where is this? Yeah, I, I've but had there's it. A lot of, there's a lot of product out of Gujarat that a hotel user can use it. And we encourage a small hotel owner, a large hotel owner. We are not looking at what size you are. We just want you to come, meet these manufacturers, and do great business with them and hope you save a lot of money. What were you saying, Danny? Uh, no, I've, I've, I've had the same experience uh, as you had, but I ended up using my phone light to, you know, when I wake up, you know, because I'm so used to reaching out for the light switch. Yeah, yeah. It's built into my brain, and then I can't. If you wake up in the middle of the night, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not going to look at a headboard. Right. So uh, what I discovered, to your point, is that a lot of these features, including the light fixture itself, Correct. are con connected to the headboard. Yes. And the headboard is actually screwed into the wall. I know. So it's, it's, a, it's a combination t thing. No that, one can walk off with a jar. <laughs> right. So the mattress is slapped right up against the wall, uh -huh. you know, and, and it's connected, the frame is connected to the headboard. The headboard is a piece of wood that's connected to the wall. Things are changing. Yeah. But you've got to understand the brand, brands are driving this new design. Which brands are, are you talking about? The hotel all brands? Them, all uh, the hotel brands like Holiday you know, Inn and Hilton. And Holiday Inn, Marriott, Hilton. Yeah, they are driving it. What What's the driving factor behind it? Is it savings? Uh, do they save anything? Is it uh, Is it because of safety features or what? What's think, What's behind uh, to it? To have less I moving parts is my both, right? Safety. Yeah, less moving parts. Yeah, because you, know you what, have hanging you know wires and all. They're trying to get away. Yeah, a lot those. of wires. I, I'm sure. From your experience, you walk into a hotel and you see nothing but extension cords everywhere. Wires, yes. All right. Well, Kalpesh, we're going to be talking to you a little bit more after we come back from a commercial break. We're going to be going to a commercial break in about 90 okay. seconds. But, uh, okay. Well, we still have 90 seconds. But the uh, what about uh, other things like in-room technology and fitness and spa equipment and security and so on and so forth? Well, I, I don't think this, this, this is a second show they're doing in the U.S. But I think as, as they build a momentum, and more people are aware of that. I think the next show that comes in, there should be more people of offering other and uh, stuff like spas, fitness rooms, uh, equipment, and everything. Mm -hmm. So this is, a, this is a second time they're coming into the U.S. with this exhibition. So I think as they grow, they should be able to add more, more uh items to their uh, exhibit exhibitors stay with us kalpesh bhai we'll be going to a commercial break and we will be right okay. back and we will have you on for a little more time so folks you're listening to kalpesh patel and he will be right back with us he's calling all the way from atlanta, atlanta. that's right that's right yeah kalpesh bhai don't go away now I'm right here. Okay. okay. Waiting for my prize. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. wants a prize too. <laughs> we, you have to be on the quiz people, contest for that. <laughs> for radio stations for, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. 
business news, right. world news, movie reviews, and local community roundup every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo American News Radio. काश मेरी लाइफ भी मेरी माँ जैसी होती तो कितनी अच्छी है नो कॉम्प्लिकेशंस एकदम सिंपल तो कितनी भोली है माँ से गले मिलके सारे गिले शिकवे दूर हो जाते हैं प्यारी प्यारी है तो चलो इस मदर्स डे माँ के गले को महाराजा के हीरों से सजाते हैं महाराजा डायमंड्स 5821 हिलक्रॉफ्ट क्योंकि महाराजा में माँ है लुकिंग फॉर फ्रेश होम मेड स्पाइसेज चंद्रिका मसाला इज द प्लेस चंद्रिका मसाला रिटेल आउटलेट एट फैक्ट्री लोकेशन वन थ्री टू टू जीरो मॉर्फी रोड चंद्रिका मसाला वन हंड्रेड परसेंट होम मेड स्पाइसेज आटाज एंड चटनी सेवन वन थ्री सेवन एट नाइन थ्री जीरो एट एट चंद्रिका मसाला डॉट कॉम सेवन वन थ्री सेवन एट नाइन थ्री जीरो Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better every Saturday. Listen to Masala Radio, three to six p.m. Indo-American news. So, folks, welcome back. You just heard the jingle for unplug, but right now we are in the main segment of our Indo-American news you program. You still have unplugged on your mind. Uh, yeah, the jingle was the unplugged one, anyway. And uh, <laughs> our guest Kalpesh Patel also won a prize. <laughs> so, Gujarat yeah, has long I, been I, a I, manufacturing I, hub for quality products, and now the Southern Gujarat Chamber of Commerce and Industry. has brought together hotel product manufacturers to two expositions to be held in Atlanta and Dallas so we have uh, spokesman kalpesh patel with us and he was telling us what to expect at these two expos so welcome back again kalpesh bhai thank you i have to correct myself there also be security and safety equipment and it oh uh, so that's there yeah. too i I, so, I w- when you say security, them. are you talking about like cameras and stuff? Camera systems and also uh, security-based like cameras. For example, there'll be people that support IT, like websites or uh, and the door locks, like, maybe door locks and things like that too, right? Yeah, like room technology. Right, right. I see, I see. So, I mean, and they're all based out of Southern Gujarat. That is correct. Wow, amazing! I didn't realize that Surat had Surat was the 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 Southern Gujarat Chamber of Commerce has about ten thousand members, mm. and I think a hundred and forty three manufacturers that they represent. Wow! Wow! I I only thought of uh, Surat as a gold hub. I well, never knew diamonds, of, uh, diamonds, diamonds and gold. Diamonds. I mean, yeah. something shiny. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't realize it has become a manufacturing hub, but that's that's exciting. Now, is there other parts of India that you source some of the products from, or or something like that, or work in collaboration with? I'm sure that the uh, the manufacturers have other branches in India, but uh, 
I, I only know that most of these manufacturers are, are representing the southern part, but they're probably all over India uh, producing different uh, goods and, and products, you know. Yeah. So, um, Kalpesh, once again, you say you expect to get a lot of hotel owners and um, uh, and even maybe some of the local vendors to come there. Uh, how many people do you expect at each one of these expos? Uh, we're expecting about three to 400 people to show up at the uh, expo. Each day? Uh, yes. <clears throat> so, uh, is the... Are the is the program because it's a two-day uh, program? Three days. Three. Well, yeah, three-day program. I'm sorry. So each day you expect to have about two to three hundred people. Yes, we are, and as in Atlanta, we also are planning on Thursday to have the uh, Consul General of India come and open up the show for us at uh, eleven o'clock. Mm, I see. Okay. Okay, and is the Indian yes. government uh, actually giving you some uh, some, some support. Su- support? Yes, we've also been sponsored by AHOA, the Asian American Hotel Association. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah. And you you just said that because of the the uh, AHOA, they had a convention just recently, and you were there last week, I guess. Right. So they're feeding like, directly you know, into this. Sixty-five percent of the hotels in America are owned by Indians. No way. Yeah. Yes. That's why. Uh, yeah, that's why. It's that's huge. why Charlie Munger says, "Don't mess with the Indians." <laughs> but but you know, are you saying hotels or motels? Hotels and motels, both. all included. And is there one specific brand that they are attracted to, or all of them? No, they're they spread all over from regular mom and pop operation to high end hotels. You know, ah. the, the spectrum is. Pretty wide, mm-hmm. but we we hold about sixty five percent of the the market now. Wow! So, what does it take to get the rest of the thirty five percent? More hard work. <laughs> you just give them a discount; they'll just come running over, sell us That's the hotels, right. and move on. But this is this is really amazing. One of my uh, uh, friends he he works out of um, uh, near Chicago, and he ended up getting into a hotel. And that hotel was owned by some Patel brothers, and uh, apparently he was doing the insurance for for them. And they offered him, "Hey, do you want to come in as a partner?" And then they said, "Do you want to just buy it because we are moving on to other hotels?" Yeah, that's the uh, way it goes. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Cal uh, Cal Pishbai, thank you so much. Yeah. We're going to have to move on to our next guest, but thank you so much for taking the time to to share all this with us once again. <laughs> we're talking with Kalpesh Patel about the. Uh, the Southern Gujarat Chamber of Commerce Exposition in Dallas uh, on Indian furniture and decor for hotels and motels. And it is going to be held in Dallas at the SLPS Event Center on April 27th through 29th and in in Atlanta from May the 4th through May the 6th. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, May the 6th at the GAS South Convention Center. So, um, the website is thank, www. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you, thank sir. You, thank you very much. Bye. All right. Take thank care. You, Kalpesh. I wish well to all your guests. Thanks. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And you, good luck to you. Website for right. registration. It's uh, www.ifde. 
dot s g c c i dot i n which stands for the southern <coughs> gujarat chamber of commerce of uh, and industry of india <coughs> and the toll free number to get more information is 8447976111 so don't miss this excellent opportunity and register for one of the expos it's amazing what he told us i mean they they really the in Patels have cornered that market now. They're called potels, not hotels. Potels, that's right. That's and, right. And then they're uh, and they're cornering the manufacturing side on this thing, t- supplying the furniture and decor, security, telecom, and so on, and so Can't forth. Can't beat that. Yeah. So I'm yeah. so proud. Yeah. yeah. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. So uh, and right, uh, we're going to be talking to someone else who we're, we're very proud of. Lutfi Hassan, yes. he's, he's just called in. He's going to be introducing our next guest, which is Congresswoman Sheila Jackson-Lee, who just announced that she's going to be running for uh, the city of Houston uh, mayor's uh, office. But uh, we're going to be joined with him very shortly. Uh, I, he's already on the line. He is. Okay. Hi, Lutfi? Hi, good afternoon, uh, Jawar. Yes. And the team. Good well, thank- afternoon to you. Very good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Thanks How for joining us. Always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Well, thank you so much for, for calling in and, and putting this thing together. I know when I heard about uh, Sheila running for the mayor's race, uh, I immediately called you because I know uh, of your long connection and association with uh, con- the congresswoman. And you were right there. You said, wait until the official announcement, which was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it was done at the Post uh, in Houston, in downtown Houston. And it was a, a marvelous uh, event, wasn't it, Lutfi? You were there. It, it was indeed, yes. It was indeed. Uh, brought back some uh, memories from uh, our previous uh, uh, launches of uh, various uh, um, mayoral races, uh, and uh, you know, as you know, I was there with Lee Brown uh, all the way from the beginning, and then uh, I've been with with Mar and then Sylvester. And now, uh, this is probably the most exciting uh, race uh, that I have ever been involved. That's because of our very dear friend Sheila Jackson Lee. Uh, now opting to run for the mayor's office. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm just going to give a little bit of background on her. But she'll be calling in about, what, 5 o'clock? Yeah, so I have asked her to call. Let me uh, text her while I'm talking to you. Uh, to and, call. Yeah, we can do a brief introduction in and, the meantime. Right, I'll do so the you introduction. You go ahead and please do that. Yes. And, right. uh, she'll yeah. call in in a minute. Okay. So Sheila Jackson Lee is an American lawyer and politician who is the U.S. representative for Texas's 18th Congressional District, having served there since 1995. The district includes most of central Houston. She's a member of the Democratic Party and served as an at-large member of the Houston City Council before being elected to the House. Um, on Just yesterday, uh, she officially announced that she was running for mayor of Houston in the 2023 election. Um, Jackson Lee was born in Queens, New York, of her father, uh, Ezra Clyde Jackson, was born in Brooklyn, was a comic book artist and the son of Jamaican immigrants. Her mother, Ivalita Bennett Jackson, was a nurse and came to New York at an early age from her birthplace of St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, Jackson Lee graduated from Jamaica High School in Queens. She earned a BA in political science from Yale University in 1972 
and a JD from the University of Virginia School of Law in 1975. She's a member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority. And just uh, uh, some of us are very familiar with her from the time that she was on city council. Uh, I first ran into her in about 1992, I think. Uh, she was in, a member of the Houston City Council from the at-large district uh, from 1990 to 1995. Uh, she was, uh, and then she assumed office, the, the current office that she has in J January 1995. She was uh, uh, preceded by Craig Washington, who held that position for, uh, for a number of years. And uh, so uh, we're very happy to have her with us. We want to know more about what propelled her to seek this, this particular position at this point and uh, giving up the congressional seat that she has. I don't know whether you have to give that up or not, but we'll find out more about that when we, when we have her on the line. Lutfi, is she there? Yeah, uh, she'll be calling in a couple of minutes, uh, but uh, um, just... Uh, for our audience to know, I'm, I'm, I mean, Sheila has been uh, a household name, uh, uh, Jawar, as you know, uh, yep. in our community for the last three decades almost now. She's mm -hmm. been in office for about 28 years. And our community, actually, she she got to know our community uh, right um, when she was running for Congress. So we were there uh, from get-go, from, from day one with her. I served actually as a co-chair of her finance committee uh, when she ran, and, and I've been with her since since then. And uh, time and again, of course, she has come through for us uh, in many difficult times. Um, uh, she has been uh, with with our community. Um, uh, you know, post 9/11, there was so much uh, nervousness uh, in our community. Um, our you know. Um, places of worships being attacked, mosques or temples or gurdwaras, uh, they were all nervous about, um, you know, the situation. And she basically came out to give us the confidence. She brought the, uh, the folks from FBI to come talk to our people to give, give us confidence, to give us the strength that, you know, um, nothing is going to happen. Everything is going to be fine. So we we have seen. I mean, I I can cite what happened. Lutfi, um, Lutfi, Lutfi I'm the, I'm yeah. going to interrupt you. We have the congresswoman with us right now. Oh, she's she's on she's online. Okay. Yes. All right. Good afternoon, congresswoman. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm good, congresswoman. We're waiting for you to join us. Uh, thank you so much. You on the yeah, show. Yeah. Thank you for making the time. Thank you, Thank you for taking away from such a busy, I'm sure it is a busy Saturday for you. And, but we're very thrilled by the opportunity that, that to have you on our show. Also, we're, we're really impressed by your desire to be... Yeah, uh, it's very exciting indeed. To, to be a part of the, the mainframe fabric. Well, you already are. There's no, there's no doubt about that. But, I mean, to seek the top position in the city, that's really an exciting development. And we want to know more about this. Well, I am uh, very gratified to be here with uh, the Indo-American community and, of course, uh, the Indian press, which is one of the strongest and most vibrant in our community, and certainly my good friend Lucy Hassan, who has been a great civic leader and business person. And so I want to first start off by saying that I've had a long working relationship with the community, even starting uh, with city council uh, and beginning my friendship uh, with Lutfi and, of course, moving to 
the United States Congress, and it was the Indian American community that was so instrumental in my victory. Uh, and um, I was able, at the very beginning of my tenure as a very young member of Congress in tenure, to de- develop a very strong relationship that I had had before with uh, President William Jefferson Clinton and First Lady at that time Hillary Clinton. Uh, and I was the first member of Congress to bring a sitting president uh, to Houston, and one of the events that he participated in was uh, with, uh, by and large, the broad, huge South Asian um, community, uh, including uh, Indo-Americans. And it was a great success and introduced a number of Houstonians to the president that have remained friends with him over the years. And uh, developed friendships with Vice President Gore and President Obama. So right. we developed a relationship of dignity and importance, and I think that is my message uh, in the uh, moving forward for the mayor. Right. Uh, as a member of Congress, I want to say that uh, I was actively involved after 9-11 uh, to ensure uh, the values of the United States were maintained and that no one was stigmatized, no faith was stigmatized, And we frankly had a very unique experience in Houston, Texas. Um, I was uh, one of the ones working with Mayor Lee P. Brown to assure the community. And I remember finally getting home because we were grounded in Washington, could not get out, uh, and uh, standing with Mayor Brown in the community in downtown Houston to reassure uh, this uh, important community and the Muslim community of our commitment to the values of this country that we all are created equal, and we obviously know that the terrorists did not have the mindset and views of Islam uh, as uh, it is practiced, and uh, the love of the Koran, and, and also other faiths. We made sure that all faiths were recognized. That was one thing, and of course the social justice aspect of fighting against hate crimes, writing the hate crimes legislation as a member of the Judiciary Committee. Um, and, of course, working on family reunification. I've been a champion on the kind of HB1 visas that we hope would work comfortably with ensuring Americans are hired as well. Uh, also, student visas uh, work a lot on immigration issues of reunifying, uh, re- reuniting, excuse me, reuniting families, which yeah. is very important. So, uh, Ms. Lee, I, I'm going to interrupt you for real quick because uh, of a couple of things. One is we're going to be going to a commercial break very shortly. And then the other thing is that I wanted to point out that that in 1992, I actually ran into you at at the um, the ISKCON temple on Ella Boulevard. And you, oh. were, you were a young co- uh, councilwoman at that time. And, You're right. And you and I, we, we, I have some pictures because I actually took a picture of you and did the story in our newspaper. So I was just delighted at that time. You were so enthralled at that time, and I understand how sincere you are by everything that you just said about bringing all religions and faiths together and people together. So with that, um, uh, p- please hold on to that thought. I'd like to expand on that because... Uh, a lot of people talk about the, the, the impact of diversity in this city, this great city that we have, but uh, we haven't been able to, to, to crack that nut to make it really, you know, a, a success, uh, a, a iconic mo- uh, thing like some sort of edifice or something that should, should herald what we are. 
but just uh, just idle idle thought. But we'll be right, right back, folks. This is Indo American News Radio. We're talking to Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee, who has just announced that she's running for mayor of Houston. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Indo American News Radio, India News, US News, World News, Movie Reviews, and Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo American News Radio. Hotel owners, improve your purchasing chain and your profits with suppliers from Gujarat. Meet them at a free expo at the SLPS Event Center in Dallas from April 27th to April 29th. Get faster delivery, lower import fees, and better prices. Call 844-797-6111 for no-cost registration, organized by Southern Gujarat Chamber of Commerce and Industry, and sponsored by AHOA. Amerijuve announces amazing spring savings. Two skin pens, also called microneedling, two microfacials, and a revision Revox line relaxer. All five treatments for $900. Buy one syringe of filler and get 20 units of Botox free. Laser hair removal, three medium areas for $1,000. Valid until April 30th. Call for your appointment, 713-960-6262 or visit amerijuve.com. Marriage, look good, feel good. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo American News Radio quiz show. I think I know this the only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. and win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo American News Radio, email today Indo American News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo American News Radio on Masala 90. 98.7 FM every Saturday 3 to 6 PM with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking to Congresswoman Sheila Jackson-Lee, who has taken uh, the time out from her campaigning and staying with her family, presumably, on this lovely Saturday to, to, to uh, talk to us and talk about her goals for running uh, uh, for mayor for the city of Houston. Please go ahead, Congresswoman. Well, I think you made a very uh, good point before we went to break. Um, in my uh, launch yesterday, I made the point that this is an international city. We want this to be a destination city. Um, and as it becomes a destination city, you must expand the opportunities to the many diverse communities that are in our great city. Uh, and that's one of the things I want to do, open up the viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be heard. How do you do that? Right. How do we yes. say to uh, San Francisco, 
that um, uh, you can visit Houston because of the many eclectic neighborhoods. How do we highlight the Indian community uh, in uh, parts of southwest Houston um, and the other communities? And how do we highlight uh, the temples um, that people might want to come to um, even uh, as worship proceeds or in other manners that they might come, whatever is appropriate that is keeping uh, the appropriate dignity of the faith. Or, or, the even, or even visit Little India on Hillcroft. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, and that well Congresswoman, you must be, uh, you will be delighted to hear that uh, I was reading up uh, somewhere on the news that it cost three times as much to move uh, to hire a truck for moving from California to Texas um, than from moving from Texas to California. So a lot of people are actually moving towards Texas, and Houston is one of the favorite hubs. And with your uh, guidance, you know, I'm sure it will it'll be a shining star. Yeah, I heard it too, that it's the largest growing city in the country, I think, right now. Well, I just use... Um, San Francisco is an example because it's eclectic and people like to say they're vacationing in San Francisco. So in addition to moving, I'd like people to vacation in Houston because they'll get such an international experience. And I want this to be, and out of that, boost the economy. When we highlight so many different cultures, the food, the clothing, uh, the art, um, that just continues to promote this city and generate income, jobs, it generates uh, the desire of the young people who are growing up here to stay, uh, that it competes with New York and San Francisco and uh, Chicago and places beyond. I want that to happen. It's all part of building the economic engine because as mayor you have to, um, how should I say it, you have to stabilize uh, the city. You have to build the economy. You have to make sure that the wheels uh, stay on the track. You Absolutely, have to make sure the garbage is picked up. The dumps are are, are no longer. We've got to make sure that we uh, deal with climate change, and so we've got to deal with our flooding. All those are nuts and bolts things that have to be done. But at the same time, you're the chief marketer of this city, and having international experience by being in Congress, I hope to utilize that to really promote Houston, Texas, for what it is. Yes, absolutely. And Congresswoman, uh, thank you for your long-standing contribution to the community at large. And I understand you, you've dealt with Washington and some of the local governments all, almost all your life. What do you see as some of the challenges that you may face in your new role that is about to come? And we, no, hope, let me... <laughs> we look forward to you being elected, of course, as mayor. Yes. yes. I do want to qualify that. I am just a candidate among others, and um, I'm hoping to put uh, my issues and plans forward uh, for a growing city. So I want to start out with education and uh, express uh, my continuing opposition uh, to, I know there are many school districts inside Houston. I have many school districts in um, my congressional district, and I support them all uh, with the amount of federal funding that is allowed. But I do believe that they, all of them have worked hard to educate the children in this community and there are very committed and educated, uh, uh, committed and dedicated parents and teachers. And I think what Governor Abbott is doing is absolutely wrong because he really has the resources if he has a complaint about how teaching is going on. And by the way, uh, this um, school district has Arabic immersion, Chinese immersion, Spanish, yes. 
French, and open it opens the door for any other potential uh, languages. And it has students from that speak a hundred and some languages. They have students from all over that represent nations around the world. Obviously, they're here in America and are Americans. Well, uh, uh, so uh, uh, excuse me, uh, hold, if I could interrupt real quick on that thought. One of the things that uh, Governor Abbott has not been able to do in the eight years that he's been there and, and continuing on is to understand how to, how to es, uh, escalate the use of diversity in the state to, 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 our, to our betterment. In other words, I'm thinking there should be a board made of internationally qualified people, educators, yes. scientists, or whatever, and then we could have that kind of, um, uh, we could have some sort of interplay with other people from other countries at that point and put Houston on the map or, or Texas on the map. I mean, I think with your qualifications as a, as a congresswoman for 30 years, um, you're, you're well uh, put to be able to make that happen. Do you think you, you would, you, that might be one of the goals that you want to make? Uh, I welcome new ideas, and I think you're on the very point that I'm making. We have all the elements of an international city. That generates excitement. It generates resources. It generates mm -hmm. new, new creative-type jobs. Um, it uh, moves the um, uh, tourist industry. And one would not really think we have a tourist industry here in Houston, but we could have one. Yeah, we have a lot of absolutely. Yeah. And certainly what you have just spoken of, uh, some sort of international task force or commission would uh, charge those people with working with their countries or their regions of origin and, and bring large uh, groups here or large conventions here, international conventions. Yes, that is my vision uh, because you are absolutely right. Not only has Governor Abbott done a very poor job, uh, if I might add this terminology that is used in America often, he has added insult to injury. Right. Uh, what he has done is he has indicated that he's against diversity, equity, and inclusion. We were stunned by this ridiculous order or statement that came out about a couple of months ago, maybe two months ago. Yes, about and two I months hope ago. Everyone has ignored it. The embarrassment is <clears throat> that schools like Texas A and M actually tried to comply, and other state schools actually tried to comply to the detriment of students and faculty. Oh, we're not going to be uh, hiring anyone based on inclusion, equity, uh, and uh, diversity. Right. I think it, yeah, yeah. it is inappropriate. So I will be a, a mayor, if elected, that would, and I said that in my remarks yesterday evening, uh, I said that our diversity is our plus. My diversity allows me to respect your diversity. It could be uh, an Anglo. It could be a Southeast Asian. It could be a Latino. It could be a, a African American or African. Or from the Caribbean, right? So, Absolutely. So, if I could, if I could interject another question mm -hmm. here, uh, Congresswoman. Uh, now, it's this would be quite a step going from Washington D.C. Mm -hmm. and coming on a local scene, uh, and you would kind of be making a full circle coming back to the city of Houston, where you started your your career from. Uh, what propelled you to make that kind of decision? The experience that I've gotten in Washington has been stupendous. It has been so rewarding. I'm the chief deputy whip. I'm a member of the leadership uh, policy and the ranking member on our crime committee. Uh, and so 
the ins and outs of Washington. I have great friends there. But at the same time, uh, this is a place that I've raised my children, my family, mm-hmm. and I want to come home to be able to give back to Houston and to utilize uh, the uh, national and international connections that may be helpful and also bring the expertise of budgeting uh, and uh, looking to how to stretch the budget in the midst of some budget challenges that we will have. Right. Uh, and do some of the nuts and bolts of dealing with our water and wastewater. There's a, a big uh, um, agreement that has been made uh, on behalf of the city. I have to get briefed on that, but it's all about our water and wastewater, and I'd like to move that along uh, so that we are not um, in, the, uh, in the eye of the storm, when I say that, of having those systems not work. Right. There are a lot yes. of all things that I'd like to do, but I think on the big vision, I view this city with the potential in the 21st century of being an international destination city. I view this city as uh, bringing back a WNBA team, that's uh, uh, the women's basketball team. Yes. I view this city as having an entertainment, um, bring um, uh, well, Bollywood. Uh, and, on, on, on that subject, I, I, would, I would like to suggest that you might be instrumental in bringing the first international cricket tournament yes. to the city of Houston. You would u- unify so many different communities because nobody's paid attention to that at all. No, not at all. But also, having said that, uh, you know, FIFA, Houston is one of the cities exactly. that where yeah, FIFA gonna is going to play. Yeah. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I think we are all looking forward to it. And uh, Congresswoman, I'm sure you, you already have some plans in the making for FIFA uh, in the upcoming years. Uh, we, we were excited about that potential, and we're excited. I was at the cricket draft, and you know there are some leaders in both the Indian and Pakistan community uh-huh. that are really eyeing the cricket, and I've been eyeing it with them. If I was lucky enough to be elected to mayor, as I said, I've got a tough race ahead of me, but if I'm lucky enough to be elected, these are the kinds of things that I want to shine the light on, which really brings in income as well. Or maybe even uh, host the Olympics, you know, why not? Well, we've tried once Um, before. We've tried once before. You're taking taking my dream right out of my (laughs) (laughs) head. You know, Congresswoman, you you mentioned something, and you're you're running up against a couple of other people, and maybe you want to let some of the uh, listeners know why they should really vote for you instead of the others. You know, what really sets you apart, you know, uh, uh, compared to the rest of the, the... running block out there? Well, I think my work speaks for me. My level of caring and Mm -hmm. delivering um, are um, records that I stand on. Uh, In every uh, devastation, uh, I brought the resources in, starting from Hurricane Ike, Storm uh, Allison, uh, certainly uh, worked extensively in federal funding uh, during Hurricane Katrina when we were Mm -hmm. trying to deal with the enormous influx of, of survivors that were coming in. Uh, tragically, the largest unspeakable amount of water that came through Hurricane Harvey. Uh, I led the fight in Washington and brought $155 billion here. Uh, I am, uh, over the years, have brought $1 trillion to this community, mm-hmm. uh, and I have uh, been at the forefront of the funding that has uh, helped to uh, reconstruct Hall's Bayou, White Oak Bayou, Green's Bayou, Bray's Bayou, yeah. uh, which even though we have some challenges, it's better. Then I have ideas, and my ideas uh, include uh, creating a, uh, a Bollywood, Hollywood, a Nollywood 
right here in Houston, Texas. We have enough. That is land. amazing. That that's <laughs> absolutely true. There's so much raw talent absolutely. from all over the world here that that can right. revive our film industry. Believe here. it or not, there's a lot of people uh, who are looking to move from LA and and do it over here because it's a way lot cheaper and there's a lot of talent to be found here. They're just looking for some motivation and some support right now, and We're perhaps. Trying to how the city would be able to do its own without having uh, the state because <coughs> the state has been dragging its feet. They're trying to get something through the session. We have not heard much about it. So I would like to see what we could start out with. So that's an innovative idea, getting a WNBA team, yes. doing focusing on Houston being a destination um, city, and then not ignoring crime, looking at crime scientifically, dividing the city into sectors, working with our law enforcement, who are working here every day. So we can't point the finger only at law enforcement. We've got to find a comprehensive way for intervention, comprehensive way for analyzing the city by sectors. And so to the hot spots, we put the resources, bring it down, include the community, uh, make sure that people um, view their giving information not as snitching but as being a good neighbor, uh, and really getting Houston working together. That's one of my talents. I want to say bring us together, and you'll see crime go down, uh, and you'll see opportunities go up. And I'm also a, a small business supporter. I want to make sure that this is the best city for small businesses. Well, you know, you, you, you're, you're barking up the right tree here with me because we as a small business would love to get more support from the powers that run the city. Advertising is what we run on. And we we can't seem to break that nut. We can't get people to to start supporting us from the mainstream community. So you know there, and I'm not alone in this. Uh, yes, absolutely. Effort. I mean, uh, even we run several small businesses, and they're looking forward to some new leadership. And if the city comes up with a lot of incentive to support that, I think there's a lot more talent out there that can be um, you know utilized out there. And, and again, uh, Congresswoman, I thank you for your support for, you know, you've been at the Houston uh, Mayor Iftar, you were there, um, you know, at the Fort Bend County Iftar, and uh, we're looking forward to have you with us at the Indian Muslim Association of Greater Houston, Eid Milan, which is on May 13th. Um, mm. And so I, I think you already have the invitation, and uh, hopefully we, you will be able to attend over there as one of the guests and you'll take time off your your busy schedule, but uh, you know, based on the crime thing, uh, do you is there any support you would need from the community? Uh, actually, to... I'm, I'm I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you, uh, Congresswoman. We're almost out of time. We have to go to our next guest. We'd love to continue on, but we are hoping that you'll be able to call us back in and and talk some more about your plans and how we can assist you uh, in the future. Yeah, before the election. We would love to I'd have love you to back again. Yes. Let me conclude by saying we've had a great mayor and put a great uh, foundation on in the midst of uh, so many uh, challenges. Uh, now I want to build on, step up, grow up, uh, and uh, really um, elevate our city to the issues that you've just spoken of. So the, what makes me finally distinctive is that I'm a person of ideas. I've already espoused the ideas of how I run the city in terms of bringing crime down, building up the economy with our small businesses and focusing yeah. on the international um, abilities of this city. And so let's look for more. 
and I'm willing and happy to come back and talk with all of you. I'm delighted to have had this opportunity. Thanks. We are better together than we are separated, uh, and the uh, Indo-American community is a vibrant part thank, of this. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank you, Congresswoman. We appreciate your thank time you. with us. Thank you ever thank so thank much, you. Congressman. Thank, Congresswoman thank you, Congressman, Rather. for joining us. Thank you. Thank you once again. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank yes, you, Lutfi. All right. Bye thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye now. And with that, we're going to a commercial break. World news. Movie reviews. And local community roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hello, everyone. This is Indo-American News, uh, and we're going to our next guests. This has been a run, run, run kind of a uh, couple of hours, huh, Danny? Absolutely. And we have with us uh, two special guests with us today. Uh, One is Dr. Mona Lisa Chandra, and, and the other one is Gaitri Kapoor. Now, uh, let me start with Dr. Mona Lisa Chandra first. Uh, She is the past president of the Indian American Cancer Network, which is known as ICANN. She is a behavioral scientist by training with special focus on women and children health. Mona Lisa's research includes breast and cervical cancer prevention, HPV vaccinations, cancer survivorship, and maternal mental health. She is a postdoctoral Research Fellow at the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center. Um, she was a, also a former faculty at the University of Houston. And uh, about Gaitri Kapoor, uh, she was trained as an engineer in India. Uh, however, she chose a career in nonprofit to serve people. <laughs> so for the past 13 years, she has served as a community engagement uh, rep and a donor contact rep for. Be the Match, National Marrow Donor Program. Gaitri is a program champion for ICANN's Marrow Program and also serves on the advisory board of ICANN. Well, welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're so glad that you could join us today. Welcome, Mona Lisa and Gaitri. And Mona Mona Lisa is another Bengali lady. Yeah. That makes three of us. We are the majority majority here today. We are out... Outpaced the with Kapoor, two Punjabis the against... The Kapoor and the Malhotras yeah. have been outnumbered, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it is our New Year, by the way, folks. It is the yes. Bengali New Year. So to all the Bengali listeners out there, 
Wait a minute. It's a little too late for the new year. Shubo Nobu Borsho. See? All the Bengalis have joined it. know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Bihu also. Bihu also. Yes, yes. There's a whole bunch of them. Right. Yeah, and very soon it's going to be... Ugadi. Ugadi was there. Very soon it's going to be Eid again. Yes. That's right. That's right. Next week. And yesterday was Vesakhi. That's right. These all around the same. And by the way, tomorrow the Sikh National Center is having a Vesakhi Mela. Okay. And so I'm going to be going there. I'm going to eat my jalebis, yeah, batoras, chipotle, <laughs> and all that Kachoris, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone sent me this uh, nice thing on WhatsApp. They're saying that there's just, all of them celebrate the same thing, but mm-hmm. they name it different. You know, somewhere they mm-hmm. call it a Happy Boishakis. Somewhere it's Putandu. Somewhere it's Vishu. Somewhere it's Poila Boishak. Somewhere it's uh, Bhog Bihu. Yes. And That's Pana Sankranti. Makar Sankranti. Makar Sankranti. Yeah, yeah. Well, while while we are celebrating all this stuff... Even Thailand is celebrating its New Year. So it's this entire belt. Uh, Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's really great. While we're celebrating all this stuff, we also need to pay attention to what we put in our mouths and what what effect it has on us. So ICANN has... I know I've been to several of the... The, in the past, I've been to several events where ICANN talks about this sort of thing. So ICANN stands for the yeah, before, in Indian yeah. American Cancer Awareness Network. It used to be Awareness Network. Now it's Indian American Cancer Network. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, it's a trademarked name. So I love the acronym, first of all, ICANN, right? So yeah, so tell us, like, how did the name come about and why the change in the name? What is ICANN? Well, um ICANN began as a concept, a uh, concept that kind of developed in, among some of the folks in MD Anderson who were like n- nurses and physicians, social workers, uh, realizing the need uh, in our population, particularly the South Asian population, have this very typical psychosocial needs pertaining to cancer. It's the, the C word everybody's very scared about, and then there are language barriers, food barriers, and several other social, sociocultural barriers along with the whole fear of uh, whole, the, the old bar- barriers associated with the, you know, the treatment and diagnosis and uh, perception of uh, karma and uh, so many other layers that goes into the human psyche and inhibits the process of treatment, inhibits uh, the process of prevention, and more so ever, even the survivorship or even the caregivers are affected through it psychologically. So. Um, with that said, um, that's how I can, the, the concept, the genesis happened. Um, so our founder uh, group, uh, uh, particularly um, Gajika Goviji and Anurao, uh, <coughs> like uh, Dr. Um, uh, other physicians in MD Anderson, then they started off with this idea, why not do a support group and awareness group in uh, uh, in locally in Houston and help uh, folks who are coming over uh, to Houston from India or in different parts of the country uh, and the folks from Houston. And that's how I, I can start it, basically. And now it has grown because one of the things what we realized that initially it was more about us supporting the patients. Now it has gone beyond it because we have realized the prevention is very low. Screenings are very low because, again, all the psychosocial packages that we come with, all the barriers. Uh, so now we have also focused on community awareness about the diseases and uh, about the disease and prevention and the treatment methodology so people can make best choice. And, you know, ICANN has this whole motto of uh, we don't want to 
uh, we don't want people affected by cancer to travel this <coughs> journey alone. So in any fashion for possible, we are there to support. Mm-hmm. Uh, be it food, be it transportation, be it, you know, helping out with the financial paperwork or, you know, arranging for marrow drives, uh, arranging for educational sessions. You just call us, we are there to help. Actually, possible. I have an example of, of someone who was recently helped and someone I actually followed up with just on my trip to India. Uh, the, uh, there were uh, these two brothers, Manish Arora. Yes. Uh, Manish and Vipul Arora. Vipul was the younger brother who was helping out. Manish came here for tr- stem cell transplant kind of help, and he reached out to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he called me out of the blue. We did a story on him, and I told him to reach out to you guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, in fact, I was in India just recently, I was in, and I went to visit him. He's in Karnal, just mm-hmm. uh, two hours drive north of Delhi. And he's doing very well. He's in, uh, thinking about the future with renewed vigor and so on. So ICANN has actually uh, stepped up and helped where they can. Yes, absolutely. In a meaningful way. Absolutely. I mean, I remember when Manish was here, uh, me and Vipo, we had long discussions about, I mean, there were other communities in the uh, in greater Houston area who were supporting in other, other different ways, but they reached out to us for other supports, and then Manish attended our uh, survival program. That's another very strong program that we have. Um, and one of our legacy program is the uh, bone marrow drive program. Yes, right. and yeah. that's where Gayatri comes Gayatri in. Gayatri has been doing Gayatri. this for how long, Gayatri? Gayatri has been so quiet all this time. No, Gayatri, uh, we'd love to hear your yeah, voice. Around 15 years I've been doing that. And Dr. Parmeshwar, if you remember oh, that, yes, of he course. introduced uh-huh. me to this program. Yeah. And I think he started this thing in 1996. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially in the South Asian community, the re- importance is that we need to do more awareness in this community because patients who are diagnosed with blood cancer or blood disorder like thalassemia, which is very much prominent in our community. Correct. These people need blood stem cell or marrow transplant from a matching donor. And the matching donor, they have a chance to find from their ethnicity. Mm -hmm. Desi person, chances of finding a match from the Gora community, it's very, very low. The reason for that is... Uh, for the successful transplant, actually, that needs to be matched. Those are inherited from parents. Mm-hmm. So the parents who want to do everything for their children, when a child goes through this kind of disease, parents are helpless. They mm-hmm. depend on unrelated donors of their ethnicity. Mm-hmm. That is the reason it's very important that we do awareness in our South Asian community to help South Asian patients. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we do these kind of awareness things, the colleges, because the younger donors provide better outcome for the patients. Mm-hmm. So we do a lot of event in colleges, but 18 to 40 age group is what those are eligible to join this donor program. From college, you graduate at the age of 22. From 22 to 40 year old, where we can find them, where we can educate them. And we partner with IACAN and do a lot of events in the community specifically to educate our Indian people. Well, there. you were at an event last night. You were at the masjid that last right. night mm-hmm. and tried to register people yes. there. Yes, mm-hmm. it was really great event. Which, which masjid would you? We really were at the Maryam Masjid. Yeah. Mm. As a matter of fact, today we have a drive at uh, Pearland for Pearland, the Puranava uh, uh, yeah, uh, event yes. going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing a drive over there. I see. Okay. Yes. Do you see a lot of young people joining this program? Uh, yes and no both. 
the yeah. reason is yes some people are and but i should say that there is a lot more potential we need to educate them so what is the another barrier is we get young people in colleges but what <laughs> happens is it when these people match they don't share that information with their parents at home mm-hmm. and so they back out so once f- the first challenge is to find matching donor now after finding a matching donor getting that donor to donate that is another challenge so maybe you can tell us a little bit more about what exactly the donor program entails like mm-hmm. why the reluctance as soon as they tell their parents okay no it is not the reluctance to tell their parents the thing is these kids are super busy in their life whatever they do in their college they do not tell all that thing what to their parents so signing up joining this be the match program in colleges is just one of those things well uh, gayatri you you mentioned something here that triggered uh, a thought in my head you said that south asian donors are the ones to turn to if you are a south asian and you need mm-hmm. a, a, a bone marrow transplant that is right and which is a treatment for leukemia that is right, right. now what happens if you're half indian and half angle it means the chances are even lower to find matching oh donor. my goodness so yeah. Yeah. yes yeah. so so then therefore at that point uh help me here if at that point what are you doing you 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 are going out to south asian donors mm-hmm. and you're looking at their their uh, specific features of their yes. of their bone marrow mm-hmm. but when somebody gets leukemia and their their mom is is anglo and mm-hmm. dad is indian how can this kind of thing help okay. them so be the match is a national organization where we have more than 11 million people on the donor database these people are willing to donate so whenever we find one uh, patient so we look in this national database and not only that be the match provide uh, support from the international to means if a patient is in houston and if a donor is in uk be the match will be able to connect to the donor over there and bring the donation here if donor is willing to donate donor doesn't need to travel so coming back to your point is how they find it so if a patient is in need they search in the national and international donor database now if a donor is available then we have the program they reach out to the donor to donate now if we do not have a donor there then what is the thing that we just need to test more people to find that matching but you donor. said there's a 11 million yes. donor base yes there are 330 million people in this country exactly that so well, it's, no, it's, it's you are looking at only a portion of people world. that have this no so 11 million people are there who are willing to donate so what And we this do is, is global all over it, the world it is okay just in us we have 11 million people oh yeah. just in us right. if okay. we say the global we have almost 20 million people okay. there okay wow that's nothing that's a that yeah, nine yeah. million across so the rest what, of the world so what what does yes. it take in order to register you, it's they, super cheek swap the long q tips you rub in your mouth uh huh and then and that's it that's it that's it we put it in a kit we send to the lab this is done that's it that's all you need and to do. it doesn't cost anybody anything no it doesn't cost anybody it's completely free anybody 18 to 40 is eligible to get tested and this kit can be 
uh, received at home also. So is it kept confidential, all this stuff? All the information is very confidential. Nobody has access to the data. Even the how the system is, any employee who sees the, dat- uh, the file, everything gets locked. Uh-huh. So this how exactly does the match happen, Gayatri? So the matching happens is, as I said, the HLA, the human leukocyte antigens, those are the markers. The patient and donor's HLAs needs to be closely matched for a successful transplant. And so, uh, how does the bone marrow transplant actually happen? I mean, how does the donation, donation. happen? Okay, yes. so let me tell you first the patient pass, the how the transplant happens. It yes. seems like blood donation, a okay. blood uh, transfusion. Okay. For patients, it's like they see the bag of blood, just like the regular blood transfusion, and that goes to their uh, bloodstream. Yeah. That's, yes. that's it. It seems like literally the blood transfusion for the patient side. Right. Now, from the donor side, there are two ways. One is called peripheral blood stem cells, which is kind of similar to platelet plasma donation. Means donors donate blood mm-hmm. and then it goes through a machine that separates out blood stem cells. Mm-hmm. And rest of the blood components return back <coughs> same time through the other arm. It does take three, four hours. But you can watch TV. Friends or relative can give company. So you are so just how getting much, pampered. How much blood is usually given? Almost a pint. The okay. reason I said almost a pint, because it depends on patient's need. If a patient is a newborn baby or three-year or four-year. They uh, need a okay. lot less. Yes, yeah. a lot less. If a patient is normal adult, mm-hmm. then we need a little bit more. So depending on patient's need, we collect that donation. So it's just like a regular blood donation. That's a little how bit much, more than okay. that. And, and the best, yes. And what are you collecting? Uh, what are you actually transplanting? The stem cells or the, the plasma? St- okay, we are trans blood stem cells. So what is the blood stem cell? It's basically the blood forming cells. Nothing more than that. I call them the parent cells. Mm -hmm. So these live in our big bones, and that's where the term bone marrow comes. And when these uh, cells get matured, they turn into different blood components, white blood cell, platelet, plasma, red blood cells. So basically, the blood stem cells are just nothing more than the blood-forming cells. So, so you're just infusing good blood into the yes. bad blood. Yeah. So yes. one pint. There is one thing. Good blood into, uh, into bad. So what happens is before the transplant, mm-hmm. donors, uh, patients get the chemotherapy to remove all, all the, the bad, Im- bad ones. Mm. So now... There's no pa- chance of the bad ones regenerating. Right. So what happens is the patient gets donor's blood type also. Ah. This is the only medical treatment that can change your blood group. Patient's right. blood group. Wow. wow. That's, uh, Even yeah. vampires can't do that. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. You know, vampires can only take yeah. one yeah. kind of blood and they remain yeah. the same. It and Oh my God. That's, huh. that's huge. I, I mean, see. we learned a lot. To the guys and and another thing which I, we have experienced with this patient uh-huh. recipient uh, thing, I mean, I don't know whether if it's that patients start developing the same blood group or that. There's an amazing relationship development once yes. this donation happens. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have, well, uh, I can organize one uh, event where the donor and the patient meet for the first time. Yeah. It was such an emotional moment. And uh, ever since, I mean, both of them have become like, you know, the, both the families have become buddies, like first yeah. families now. Wow, yeah. wow. And I think at your, uh, at your gala, I think we had... Uh, we had a yes, couple of them come yes, over as well. Yes. Yes, yes, correct, yes, correct. Yes, I yes. remember so that. So, real quick before we go to the commercial break, and we'll be back with you after that. But um, 
one pint of blood is all you need in order that's to get it. this going? But yes. that's a bone marrow. That is, that's what I say. That is basically the blood stem cells, the blood right. making cells. So it, they are just like a seed. When you need to plant a tree, what you do? You put a seed or a smaller plant, right? Mm-hmm. So it, that's that, what it is. What I'm getting at is whatever you get out of there, the stem cells that uh-huh. you get, you separate them out. Yes. And then you put inject them into the, the recipient. recipient. Yes. Exactly. So just one pint is yes, enough? Yes, that's enough. It's a blood-forming cells. Otherwise wow. you kill yeah. the host. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. amazing. You know, <laughs> to plant a mango tree, what you need? Just one seed? Yeah. And it, the whole big pl- uh, tree comes out. The right. same well, thing over fo- here. Folks, you're listening to Dr. Monalisa Chandro and Gayatri Kapoor from ICANN, which stands for Indo-American Cancer Network. Indian American Indian Cancer Network. Indian American, not Indo, Indian American Cancer Network. We are Indo-American news, so we <laughs> just kind of get confused. So we'll be right back after the commercial break. Stay tuned, folks, and we'll be continuing the conversation with them. Indo-American News Radio, India News, US News, World News, Movie Reviews, and Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Kaash meri life bhi meri maa jaisi hoti to kitni achhi hai no complications ekdam simple to kitni bhali hai maa se gale milke sare gile shikwe dur ho jate hain pyari pyari to chalo is mothers day maa ke gale ko maharaja ke heroes se sajate hain maharaja diamonds 5821 hillcroft क्योंकि महाराजा में मां है crime politics finances climate change ah sometimes it gets to be a bit too much that indo-american news unplugged we bring voice to your feelings call in to talk share or disagree with sanjali and jawahar and listen to jyoti playing songs based on indian classical music with pramod and sudhir so call indo-american news unplugged kick back and listen up folks it'll make you feel better every saturday listen to masala radio 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking to Dr. Mona Lisa Chandra and Gayatri Kapoor from ICANN, and we're talking about blood marrow transplant and so on. Um, we're learning quite a bit. We just learned that, you, you know, what did you say it was, Danny? That you don't need a vampire to change the yeah, blood I mean, They're doing just a fine job. They're just doing an excellent job. They're even changing the blood group, you know, even which vampires can't even imagine doing that. I'll tell you one interesting fact. It's not the blood type changes. Uh, I have seen people's taste bud changes. Mm. Allergies, of course, they get changed. And I know a kid now who is in high school. He received transplant when he was in elementary school. So he's doing great. So a few years back, I was talking to the mom and somehow this uh, uh, topic came up that this kid has changed a lot. He said the biggest change happened. It, he doesn't care about chicken anymore. Oh. I was like, what does it mean? He said when he was a kid, he was not eating a meal without chicken. And now he doesn't care about the that. The donor is vegetarian <laughs> is all I vegetarian. can say. Yes. This sounds dangerous. This sounds dangerous. You know? we, can, we can have a whole army of people you know, not liking chicken, you know, <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah. 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 
so this is this is fascinating so does it you know you mentioned genetic you know does it really work on that i mean does it really is it uh, how much of a genetic influence would this have I mean, you well, are apparently it has quite a bit. It has. But it will be more restricted only towards the... Uh, it will be more res- restricted only, I guess, uh, to a certain degree. I mean, our gene is a very complex area, so mm-hmm. not everything will be changed, of course, but certain factors which are controlled by our... Yes, uh, so it's the blood type and seasonal allergies, the taste bud, mm-hmm. those are directly connected to that. Those are changed. The genes are same. That is the reason they, find they become match. Now, mm-hmm. Gayatri, yeah. you were a... An engineer. You you trained as an engineer in India. What kind of engineer? Electronics and communications. So now, this, what are you doing? All this See, blood marrow thing. She's working on communications. <laughs> working Come on the on. electronics. She's Jawar. changing people's exactly. blood types. Electronics. Yeah. Changing the circuits. How about that? That's right. <laughs> And you know, yeah. Gayatri, when I was working at Methodist Hospital, we had a BMT <laughs> unit. Mm-hmm. So all of these bone marrow transplants, wherever they, they mm-hmm. can happen in any hospital, or how does that work? A specialized hospital. MD Anderson is Has one of the biggest, biggest one, ones. and we do have at the Methodist, so mm-hmm. very specialized hospital. Yes, yes. I and the same way, the donation also happens at the specialized places. So in Houston, we have only two places where we do. One is Methodist, mm-hmm. and the second one is Gulf Coast Blood Center in the medical center area. We mm-hmm. have 12 centers, but this donation happens only in the medical center area. That's the only facility. So it's not one of those blood mobiles. No. Go yeah. <laughs> it's like because you get to donate only and only when you match a patient. Mm-hmm. Like I signed up for this program 23 years ago. I have not matched anybody. Oh. Yeah. My husband who signed up with me, he donated almost 15 years ago. Uh-huh. And so how many times can you donate? You can donate multiple times, okay. but you Get to donate only and only if you match a patient. Correct. Yes. It's you not. Can get uh, do all the Methodist hospitals do this, or there's no, only no, a particular? No, no. Only one particular. Center. And so what happens is, suppose you join the donor database. Now you get to know you are a match. So what we are going to do? We are going to reach you, provide you that information, and then leave decision on you whether you are going to donate or not. If you decide to donate, we will schedule your medical evaluation, and once you clear that you are eligible for donation. Are there and any, then we arrange the donation. Yes. Are there any like side effects or you were talking about some taboos associated are, why people don't yes. want to donate? Yeah. Yes, there are taboos more because like un, the fear of unknown. So um, tell you, when my husband was a match, we, ha- we shared with our friends and family and there were people who were very, very supportive. They were like, when you're going to do, let us know if we can be of any help. On the other side, there were people who were completely against. And the reason is fear <coughs> of unknown. The more you get to know, you learn that the, the side effect of donation or the fear is just like walking on the road. There is a risk of walking on the road. There is a risk of taking Tylenol. But we take that. Tell me anybody in, who has never taken any painkiller. Yeah, yeah. So but they, 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 I would imagine there would be more of a taboo with somebody who's actually receiving the blood uh, like for the patients actually this is their last resort right right but so, but there are yes. some patients mm-hmm. who who do not like jehovah's witnesses yes they do not accept blood transfusions yes or any blood product yes something yeah i have not i mean the, 
yes. who has a question. Oh, great. So I just told him we'll have him on and he can ask directly. Oh, sure. okay. Hold on a minute. Let me get them on here. Let's see. Go hi, ahead. hi, listener. You want to tell us your name or you just want to stay? Up? Yeah, no, no, no. No worries. Yeah, my name is Vishal. And uh, first of all, great job. You, uh, your team is doing a great job on this radio <laughs> discussing about this great issue. I Thank you. just had a question like what I'm like, I'm not 40, I'm 45 now. Now, is there a, still a possibility that I can still donate or uh, have I missed the boat? Uh, actually, uh, yes, you are not eligible to donate, but there are other mm-hmm. ways that you can help. For example, wherever you are working or in your community, uh-huh. you can help us. Uh, raise awareness and register more people who are eligible for that. So we do okay. these kind of events in the communities, workplaces, wherever people are, we yeah. we can do that. So in your circle, if you have mm-hmm. any resources where we can do this kind of registration, mm-hmm. um, that mm-hmm. will be really helpful. So the one way. way would be to reach you, Gayatri? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And do you, wanna, do want you have a number share? you want to yes. give yeah. out? Yes, I can give number okay. 281-780- one three seven nine. I'll repeat two eight one seven eight zero one three seven nine. And having said okay. that, even if you're not eligible, you if you are educated on the process, you can help getting mm-hmm. help more folks, you know. Yeah, sure. So, uh, yeah. and it's a very, very simple process. I have registered uh, online and I've got it it's super fast and super simple. So, I can vouch mm. on that. And uh, if you reach out to Gayatri, she can help you yeah. get trained and help us recruit more people yeah. for this. And uh, if any <laughs> listener wants to get that kit mailed to them, all they need to do is go on phone, text yeah. CURE, C-U-R-E, to 61474. Text CURE, okay. C-U-R-E, to 61474. Four seven four. Oh, I see. You, and you can get yeah. one of these kits. You can, yeah. You get a link. You fill up a form. The kit will be mailed to you. Oh, it's that simple. Okay. Thank you, Vishal. And uh, uh, just a quick question. So, like, medically, why is it not possible for to uh, donate after okay. forty? Because the younger donors provide better outcomes. Ah, uh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Thanks yeah, for probably. That I think input. there are more risk factors associated right. as we get older. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. That, that helps. Thank, Thank you, you, Vishal. Thanks Thank for you. calling. All yeah, right. it's All generating right. a lot of interest, which is yes. the whole purpose of you now, guys coming yeah. on the show. One of the things is you're doing this yeoman's job of getting everyone together and registering. I, I, and I've seen you do this time after time, year after year, at so many places. Rain, hello, shine. Got you right, there. right. <laughs> but but are there other people from other communities doing this? Yes. So the black community, for example, from mm-hmm. Africa, they yeah. have their own people? Yes. Yep. Because yes. I would imagine the same thing applies to them, yes. right? Yes. So what is it? Be the Match is a national organization. Uh. So we have more than 1,800 employees all over the country. We have a main research branch. And the second thing is Be the Match that provides, uh, that have the database of donors and then provide the donation. So like in Houston, like me, there are three more people who are doing awareness throughout the... For our community? No. For different For the Houston area, all through the Houston uh, area. Okay. As I said, we go into the colleges. We have two people dedicated who are working with colleges. I see, I see. So, well, so now shifting a little bit, I can. What is your relationship with this this program that Gayatri does? So we are a partnering organization with Be The Match. So our focus now, again, ICANN's Be The uh, Bone Marrow program was set by Dr. Parmeshwaran. He, right. was, he was the impetus behind it. 
and he set it up and then we had a pro structured program and Gayatri has carried forward uh, so many years with that. So what we do is our first job is to raise awareness in the community. We bring in speakers uh, who educate the community, temples, mosques, wherever we get uh, opportunities for seminars, we uh -huh. educate folks about what's the need for bone marrow drives and uh, transplant, how it benefits and risks and uh, safety issues and all that. And the second thing is we collaborate with uh, community organizations, schools and colleges so that we can get the South Asian, more and more South Asian folks because we have a very low uh, matching number internationally. I mean, even in this nation, of course. I mean, yeah, we are, the South Asians are a small population, but the problem is a problem, right? When you're trying to ma save a life, be it a... Uh, blood cancer patient or a blood disorder person with uh, better thalassemia, the value of life is equally same and we, we are desperate to look for a match. We don't get well, it. So well, no, we if, if it's so simple, a swab in your cheek, you mm -hmm. put it in an envelope, you mail it out. Mm -hmm. Why don't they institute a way to do this when you get your driver's license? It we is. It now. is available yes. now. Oh, it is? Yes. yes. Ah, see, I yes. was a genius already. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, Sanjali, if you remember, there was this guy called Yusuf Khan who was awarded the Health Leadership Award uh, in ICANN uh, mm -hmm. in the yeah. gala. Yes, he was yes, the driving the young, factor young, for this. Young, for this. Uh, very he HB10, mm -hmm. if I Handsome yes, right. gentleman. Mm -hmm. I yes. do remember him very so well. So yeah. he created this awareness in Austin and got in all the thought leaders the mm -hmm. congressman and everybody and, and then uh, they have the it was passed mm -hmm. yes. yeah and so the reason he did that because when his mother was in need of a transplant mm. could not find any matching donor yes i do remember so yeah. um so, so it's genetic sequencing from whatever the swab does yes Cheeks were kind of that kind cheek cells of. Yeah. <coughs> so what we do with this with this we say the saliva sample we can find the actually which is uh, the gene is just a part of the actually so that's what the testing we do because for a successful transplant, what happens is our body has immune system markers. So these, they are like the guard to see whether it's a foreign body or it's their own. Mm -hmm. If HL is the same, the immune system is going to accept donor cells. Mm. So it is very important. Those are similar. Otherwise, the chances of uh, rejection are very high. So oh, what are the success rates normally? Very good. Very um, good? Yes, yeah, okay. especially for the kids. I don't have the exact number, but I have seen so many children who have received the transplant and doing really great. Mm. And yes. the thalassemia part, I know yes. it affects a lot of kids in the Indian community. I yes. Yeah. It's so how does that program work so and is it the same kind of donation? It is, a it is the same kind of donation. See, thalassemia is a genetic disorder. Correct. Mm -hmm. And there are so many kids in the community who are in need. So these kids survive on blood transfusions I every know. two weeks, and three weeks, four so weeks. Difficult, yes. Yes, and here comes the um, the awareness part and the taboo. Uh, people go for the blood donation, but they do not say that their child needs the marrow transplant. Oh my goodness! But do they know about it? Yeah. Some, that they don't yes. Ask? yes, but they you, know. But what's stopping know them from as asking? As you see you a want thalassemia you patient, really, you it's know. Just the, you know yes. In general, South Asian, rather, as a matter of fact, whole Asian community has oh. a huge resistance towards any kind of recipients of uh, receiving any organ or donating to begin with, right? So uh, we have seen patients who are yeah. willing to get marrow match from. 50% uh, match or less than that inside the family because they don't want to go out for the drive. They don't want to disclose the fact that their child is sick. D 
despite knowing this is the only option yeah. wow so that's mm. the taboo we are talking about yes. that's what like we are trying to like lokya sochenge lokya kahenge you won't yeah. believe be judged, i have like. volunteers the person who have donated his nephew needs a transplant oh god they are not saying that yep. oh wow how about that Well ladies thank you so much for joining us today we we've run out of time actually we run out of time for the program <laughs> we were yeah, we were so excited by what you were telling yeah. us uh, Dr Mona Lisa Chandra whose name is fantastic Mona yes. Lisa <laughs> absolutely thank you and then Gayatri Kapoor who's been at this uh, bone marrow tra- uh, registry program for the last 20 years I Not love 20, their 20, indomitable yeah. spirit years. and 13 years yeah. okay and uh, enthusiasm and you can see her at, uh, at the India festival the independence day festival republic mm-hmm. day festival she's always there at the table so yeah. say hello to her thank you ladies for coming in and sharing all this with us thank you thank, thank you so much thanks for, for having yeah, us sure thank you for coming has, uh, benefited and our listeners and they've become more aware and they can help out in any way possible So yes listeners we are reaching out to you to do help because there are a lot of people who are in need of these bone marrow transplants And and just before we go I wanted to point out something that Sheila Jackson Lee was talking about she was talking about the growth of the city and population and so on the region's population this the Houston greater Houston area's population is 7.34 million according to the latest census Wow uh, it is um, Dallas Fort Worth Fort Worth was the fastest growing major metropolitan area. Houston added 125,000 people and Dallas Fort Worth added almost 190,000 people. Mm. So, uh, 2/3 of Houston's population growth resulted from new residents moving to the area, much to your point, Danny, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while the rest came from births surpassing deaths. The steady influx of foreign-born residents yes. remains crucial to the region's growth, according to the Greater Houston Partnership. Houston per, uh, performed exceptionally well uh, Chicago, Los Angeles, New York, San Francisco and Los and St. Louis lost a combined 600,000 residents. Mm. Okay, so the Houston now solidifies its position as the fifth most populated metro in the nation, trailing New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, DFW, and these uh, uh, the people in the the cities in the top 10 are going to continue to fluctuate. But actually DFW is the fastest growing place. It's fast growing, but DFW is a combination of right. uh, for Dallas and Fort Worth. Correct. Mm-hmm. However, well, but Houston, Houston by itself is so still the fourth largest. Jawahar, no, no, not by itself. It's mm-hmm. the greater Houston area, which Jawahar. combines Sugar Land and so on and so forth. On NPR, I heard Harris County is the largest. No, it has uh, grown. The most populous the, county. Yes. Yeah, exactly. and, it, and the population has grown the most in the right. entire yeah. country. It's county-wise. So, I'm no, talking county-wise. Okay? You're, you're right Fort about Bell that. But Fort Bell County yeah. is the fastest growing county, county in the country. Right yes. Now. That is right. Well, but, but, but it used to be, uh, t- uh, what's this county in Arizona? Uh, uh, Maripolka. La, La Polka? Mari, Maricopa? Po- Maricopa County. Right, that, which is the seat of Phoenix. Hmm. You were saying? No, I was saying that yes, Houston is the largest population, but uh, when we talk about the donor <laughs> registrations, when we do events in Dallas, we get really really great response See? over there. There you go. Houston, really great yeah, response. Yeah, we need to Houston, Houston, Houston we need to back up. Right? Exactly. <laughs> we need to back up. So whenever I travel over there, I was like, wow, we really great, uh, received great response. Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, really getting really D- good response yeah it's a different kind of people a yes. little bit 
Yeah. That's a little bit, yes, over. So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the difference. We just need to learn. Yes. And we need to just yeah, do the well, same kind of congratulations work. Well, folks, on everything that you all are doing. Thank Kudos, you. keep up the good efforts and, you know, keep on keeping on. Well, uh, everybody out there in Radio Land, our, our three hours of, of eating your ear up on Saturday <laughs> <laughs> have come to a close. This is Indo-American News Radio. Hopefully, you'll join us again next Saturday when we have another quiz. Yes. And we have two more or three more Youth good interviews. Youth Leadership Development Program kids. So they're right. high school kids. And uh, with that, thank you, Danny, for joining us. Absolutely. My Maybe pleasure. you can join next week, too. No, next week, Shridhar is joining oh, us. Shridhar is joining year, us. So okay. I'll, and I'll, yeah, and be good. Right. next two weeks, is going to be Shridhar Kota. Okay. And uh, because Pramod is out there in Boston at that yeah. time. Yeah. And Sanchali, you're looking lovely. We're both going to the same function now. Yes. And so... To the Hindu American Foundation Gala, folks. So, yeah, right. that'll yeah. start. Mona Lisa and Gayatri, thank you once again. And we will uh, see you at some registration Shining. desk oh, yes. 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 in the future. Yes. And with that, folks, this is Hindu American News. Adios. Thank yes. you. Yes. Thank and you so much. again to everyone. Shub what is that? Happy New Year. Mm. Happy Bengali New Year. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay.